Welcome to the Girls Who Drink Beer podcast. We are about to roll into the first episode, but before we jump in, I did want to give a quick thank you for joining us, for clicking the buttons, hanging out with us today. It's been a real treat for Nat and I, really over the past couple of years, but especially over the last couple of months, interacting with you all, chatting about this, having a good time, whether it be in person or the gram, uh, and now it's coming to life. So you're going to have a front seat at watching this all come together. Uh, but we got a lot of fun things in the works. So we got some rom-com and beer pairings coming up, some beer dinners, some local adventures, maybe not so local adventures, meeting uh, some old and new friends, hopefully, over a nice cold pint or just a salty snack at the least. So we're excited to have you. Follow the gram for the latest and greatest girls who drink beer with the dots. Uh, but yeah, enjoy the pod as uh, the girls who drink beer uh, learn how to podcast. We are officially recording our very first podcast. We're good. We're great. Okay. We're perfect. We're here. We're girls who drink beer. (laughs) We're finally doing it. We're doing it. We are here to the haters who said it wasn't going to happen. Here we are. Yeah. Everybody, all 40 of our followers, there's no haters in that group. (laughs) Nellie, what do you remember of how we even got here? Okay. Well, it was much brighter times pre-March 2020. It was right before before the pandemic. Um, And I came to visit Indy. And you, me, and Michael were at a bar slash restaurant sitting at the bar. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, we were at, this was the third bar of the night, right? It was after Fat Dan's. After Fat Dan's. Mo and Johnny's, rest in peace, did not make it through the next following year and a half. R.I.P. Wow. I can't even go back to christen the the spot where the pod began. This is true. I mean, we can't. We can. We We can go and crack a beer outside. (laughs) (laughs) Rumor is they're opening something else and we will go back. Okay. Perfect. Mo and Johnny's. Uh little blurry at that point we had had a few things to drink and i think i feel like michael was cheerleading us to just like you guys are so funny which obviously <laughs> no, and we we were like we should start a pod we like beer there's not a lot of girls that drink beer we need to get the news out there that's my rough recommendation yeah. of what went down the rough recollection i uh yes and then this happened let me just <laughs> Pull it right up of what what I would consider the true christening and launch of the pod. I will say before you pull this up that we just acted like we already had a podcast. <laughs> we we had no such thing. We didn't even have the equipment. We just kept telling everybody we were podcasters, <laughs> which I guess yes, is a manifestation. This was the beginning of the weekend. I'm pretty sure we were like, if we just tell people we're contact podcasters, we're gonna get free beer. Like we're gonna get. <laughs> free drinks we got zero free beers that weekend or at least a free song at the piano bar because that's when i like remember the most of us just being like we're podcasters we really are (laughs) all right flash forward to two years later we finally are starting our first podcast yeah it's officially the 13th of february because the next day was valentine's day so it's officially two years 13 days crazy 
Lucky number 13. <sighs> Something like that. We'll find out. Let's hope this podcast makes it to 13 episodes. <laughs> All right. Sending it to Jonathan, our Uber driver on debatably night one of the podcast. Jonathan, what's your favorite beer? Um, Wicked Apple. Wicked Apple. Oh, so you're a cider guy. Oh. No, no, I respect that. That's awesome. Do you ever I mix it with a little like, fireball and like, mix it up a little bit? I haven't. Does Should that work? That? I mean, it tastes like a spicy cinnamon apple thing. I'll just throw a little Guinness in there. Yeah. So you guys are bartenders? Yes. No, <laughs> not at all. We're, we're beer podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is wicked apple i can't say i've ever had one of those i know the first guy we interviewed in like beer <laughs> i do remember that i did you guys are bartenders no we're beer podcasters <laughs> our best must have been uh, but so don't worry funny. we actually had a second interview from the very first weekend <laughs> All right, let's bring in Kevin from Just Pop In, Broderpool, Indiana, from Valentine's Day 2020. What's, what's your name? Kevin. Kevin, we're Courtney and Natalie. Okay. We're the, the girls who drink beer. <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your favorite beer? My favorite beer? Um, ooh, that's a tough question. I'm a big uh, like stout and porter guy, so anything that's dark, chocolatey, coffee flavors. You like peanut butter beer? Oh, yeah. What's your favorite? Have you ever had that one place at a plane field? Nut Puckers? What was it called? Not a beer. After I'm done filming, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I've had some some came this past summer. They had a chocolate donut nitro stout. Oh, my God. That might be the one I was trying to tell them about. I had like a chocolate cake from them one time and it blew my mind. Yeah, so they uh, they told me they make it with 500 Jack's chocolate donuts. Wow. So it literally tastes exactly like a glazed chocolate donut. It's delicious. Great content. Yeah. We're here for the content. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But 500 donuts in a beer? Girls who drink beer, hashtag, we're here for the content. (laughs) (laughs) But I need to know, I feel like that's our first, if that's a myth, like we need to chase it down. I need to know if there's a beer out there made for 500 chocolate donuts. I think that that's a real thing because I know Michael has some friends from high school that are brewers. Actually, I I feel bad because I don't remember their names right now, but they make like the craziest beers. And for one of them, they like literally just threw like pumpkin pies into it. And it was like, tastes like pumpkin pie. And I think Brewery Vivant makes a pastry stout uh, around Fat Tuesday, which is coming up. And it they put actual pastries in it. Like the... Yeah, they like drop them in. The, the Mardi Gras pastries or whatever they're... Yeah, like, Poochkies. Poochkies. Yeah. There it is. Yes. Just watching uh, all the names. I love, a, I love a sweet beer like that. Like, But only if it's like a stout or a porter. Yeah. I do like those. The, like the desserty ones... Peanut butter, s'mores. The thing about mm. the stout and the porter, though, is like there's that bitterness that offsets it, and you yeah. can do the whole thing. You get to like a sour, or let's say like a sweet wheat, you you're tapped out. Four sips in, like too many. Too, yeah, too many. Yeah, too much. Too much. That's wow. why Shack Top made the pretzel beer, and you can flatten everything out. <sighs> they did you see? They came. They re-released it. 
this year and I could not find it anywhere. I've looked all over Grand Rapids. I've looked at Total Wine. I've looked at like Bond Pop liquor shops. Nobody has it. And I also also wonder if I would still like it now. I'm sure I would, but like yeah. we loved that beer. And for everyone listening, so Shock Top used to make a twisted pretzel beer and it literally tasted like you were eating a twisted pretzel. It was so good. And I remember when we used to live in Finley, uh, Michael and I went to B-dubs and that was like the shock top seasonal that they had. And they had it in like December. I don't want to say we went back in like the spring or the summer and they still had it on tap. And so we got it. And the lady, the waitress was so confused. She's like, oh, nobody ever orders this beer. (laughs) I think I like, or was it recently? I don't know, but saw it as a meme. Of like oh. worst beers ever, and like shop top pretzel was on there. I was like, I didn't thought I sent it to you. No, I, was like, I disagree. That's like prime. Was it twenty? If it wasn't twenty fourteen, it was like twenty thirteen. Lead into the best. No, year of our lives. it was 2014, 2015 because Michael and I were together and we met in twenty fourteen. So yeah, I mean, just a solid beer. Don't let anybody tell you different. <laughs> I feel like the pretzel shock top and how much we enjoyed it is like the perfect, like perfect encompassment of what it's like to be 24 and 25 of like, you have money now. So you can actually buy like nice beer. And like, that's the first thing we stumbled upon. <laughs> it was like shock top pretzel is so good. Like, you gotta do it. And you can try, you can mix it with all these beers and it's still good. Shock top considered a nice beer at 24. <laughs> but it's true i got michael's whole family hooked on it and like when we found out it was getting re-released they were all very excited so (laughs) i'm like destined to find it mindy and get it to the whole like wolf mckeever clan oh memories i can taste i can taste that time it's so good i hear timber by kesha in the background (laughs) (laughs) maybe that should be the opening song to the podcast (laughs) i mean i will get thrown off of spotify for kesha like i'm here for it (laughs) Well, I feel like we probably need to introduce ourselves. Yeah. We <laughs> For, you know, the few followers that aren't friends or family. I feel like we're up to like 56. I don't have that many friends or family, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. We got we got to have some people in there that don't know who we are. Oh, yeah. We're following. Yeah. So, Nat- Natalie, who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I'm Natalie. Uh, I am a girl who drinks beer which is why I'm here, why I wanted to start the podcast, because I'm very passionate (laughs) about drinking beer. It's one of my favorite activities. Um, I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, aka Beer City, USA. Um, I think we gave ourselves that name. I don't think it's like it's been validated uh, or what the criteria was, but uh, a lot of great breweries here. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I'm married to my husband, Michael, for three years now. He's a... Big supporter of the pod. <laughs> Might be the biggest supporter of the pod. Well, uh, David's heck, biggest supporter. Yeah, yeah. close go. second. <laughs> uh, new mom, daughter Margot. She'll be four months old on Monday. So uh, couldn't drink beer for nine months. That Well, couldn't drink alcoholic beer for nine months. That was not great. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> Having a kid, great. <laughs> nine months of not drinking. We'll yeah. do a pro-con list, but I think you still won out. I did. Not ideal, I guess. I won't say not great. Uh, but we will have an upcoming episode to talk about non-alcoholic beers for anybody that, you know, chooses not to partake in, in drinking or can't partake in drinking. So, And I can't not mention my two dogs, who both happen to be named after beer. Uh, we have Porter and Stella. 
and they are rescues. They're both very cute. We'll post pictures of them to the, the Instagram. You can check them out. Yeah. But that's me in a nutshell. Not drinking alone if you're drinking with a dog. That's very true. Very true. Well, welcome to the pod, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gordy. Why don't you tell everybody about you? Let's talk about me. Uh, yeah. So Courtney Reeves recently, still say Courtney Heinekamp, 56% of the time. Uh, yeah. So married last October after launching the pod two years, 13 days ago. Lover of beer, lover of all things community, things that bring people together, which I think is how I got into the whole beer scene to begin with. I enjoy a good convo at a bar with a random as much as I love a good convo with someone I've known for years, maybe more. Been reading a lot of self-help books lately, a lot about <laughs> filling the cup, keeping a creative avenue going. So what better way than a podcast? Uh, and yeah, even with just launching the Instagram account, made some connections with old friends that would have never happened had a random, hey, we're launching a podcast about beer would have opened. So I love very that. excited for that to uh, continue. And like, would I be talking to you on this random Saturday <clears throat> with a beer? Probably not. So it's already doing its magic. But yeah, that's why also two dogs, but not named after beer and only <laughs> one's a rescue. We can blame David for that, but we love Logan. Oh, well, I do love Logan, so we won't hold it against David or Logan. Yeah. Uh, all dogs need love. I will say, Courtney, I feel like you brought up a very good point about something that may be very different about us. I think we have a lot of similarities. Um, Courtney is the type of person at a brewery that, like she said, will just chat up a random, would go by herself, and, and probably make friends with like half the bar. I am very much the opposite of that. I, If I'm with friends, that's cool. But I would rather go and just sit by myself, <laughs> enjoy my beer, and not talk to anybody else there. But here's why it works. Because I'm off making connections, shaking hands, kissing babies. And you already have the perfect app or, like ordered by the time I get back. And that's true. Like, it's needed. There's balance. Yes, yes there is. <laughs> it's needed. Well, what are we drinking today? Oh, yes. So the funny story behind this beer. So if you remember, we took a trip to Denver. Uh, I want to say like 2017, February. February is a big month for us. February 2017 with uh, our friends Ashley and Jessica. And we went to this place. You may have heard of it called Great Divide. And I had one of the best sours I think I've ever had in my life when I was there. And it was strawberry rhubarb sour. And right before I got pregnant, our local place that we go to get beer, which is called Rishi's in Grand Rapids. It's a small business. So anybody in the Grand Rapids area would recommend supporting that place. They are not a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> but if you want to be, call us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I found it there and I was like, oh my God, I love this beer. And it was probably like three or four years later. Uh, still holds up, but I got pregnant like shortly after I found it there. And so I stocked up on like three or four six packs while I was pregnant and like haven't drank them. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to go for one of those today. And it's still pretty good. Uh, as far as the sour goes, I really like it. Yeah. I feel like a girl who drinks beer designed that can. I want to say that the like packaging on the six pack was even more colorful. Um, but yeah, it's a cute can. I like it's it. It's very cute. Yeah, that's yeah. a keeper for sure. It's funny. I got a beanie from Great Divide. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Courtney, so, so I think we need to sidebar there. Courtney, why don't you tell the listeners about your merch purchases at breweries, specifically beanies. 
Okay. When I get on vacation vibes, I love merch. Even when I'm not on vacation vibes, the best way to get into a vacation vibe is with merch. So, man, like, there's something about brewery merch. It's just well done. It's, it it's is. good. It's, maybe it's the hipster vibes that I'm drawn to, but, like, they make a good beanie. They ma- There's patchwork. It's good colors. They all got the palm. I need a palm. I got a fat face. I need a palm to like distract <laughs> and bring the eyes up and thin things out. So I like a good palm. But yeah, that weekend, God love it. I think I'm pretty sure I came back with eight beanies that week. Eight? I was eight. thinking like five. But yeah, no, literally, you guys, Courtney bought a beanie at every single place. How did we carry those around all day? Because we did not go home and we were like walking around. Eh. Yeah, bags. I mean, I. <laughs> Bags. Who knows? Persons. Like, per, yeah. I mean, I had a bag of merch. It's like the time I went to uh, the what was it? yeah, it was the Kentucky Derby, <laughs> and I had like you weren't there, but I had like twelve. I don't know mint juleps, which first of all, terrible investment because they're like fifteen dollars each, but they come with a cup, like a collector's cup. So I was determined to like come back with a full set of collector's cups, and I'm just carrying around this plastic bag of twelve glass glasses. Oh um, my god, that was a bad life decision too, but. But actually, better than the better than the beanies. I came back with was it just two two growlers? The one from Breckenridge. Well, let's take a step back. Parker, I, I'm going to botch their name. That is my favorite growler of all time. From so. New Holland Knickerbocker, or a different place? No, nope. in Denver. In Denver. Oh, oh. going to have to like shout them out or tag them later because I'm. I think I, it was in Idaho Springs, wasn't it? Yes. The first, yes. Tommy Knocker, Idaho Springs. So Courtney did not just bring home growlers. <laughs> These were stainless steel, giant ass growlers. <laughs> I don't even know how you got those in your suitcase and got those home. I don't either. I, they yeah, were huge. it's a mystery. <laughs> I bought another suitcase. You would think I've had to purchase another suitcase to get home after that trip and just bar merch. And this is making me think of another side note. So Nick Beckstein, shout out if you're listening. Um, not on our wedding registry, but he got us the most thoughtful wedding gift. And it was a Stanley stainless steel, steel growler. And I'll tell you what, that thing keeps beer cold forever. And it's such a, like, it was just such a like yeah. thoughtful gift because my husband likes beer too. And so uh, shout out to Nick Beckstein. That was a great wedding gift. Great, great gift, Nick. Clap it, yeah. oh, clap it up. Oh, yes. Oh, our first clap up. I've moved, thankfully, that I'm like, now I'm just koozies. It's cheap. Oh. I have a remembrance. Oh, and that and stickers for our beer fridge. But yes, $6 we, later, I'm out, which is much better. We are um, glass pint glasses, but only if they have like a cool logo. Um, my favorite one is actually the Sun King one. Um, oh. It's so colorful and pretty. Um, and I love their logo. But we also do coffee mugs and shout out to Rockford Brewing, which is like 15, 20 minutes from Grand Rapids. They had like the most solid mug. It was big, thick, and it was $8. And then like you have this fun collection of different coffee mugs. They have a story behind. Oh, 100%. You can't beat a coffee mug. You Coffee, soup. You run out of space. You run out of space in your kitchen. Now you're talking about brushes in the bathroom. You're talking about a toothbrush holder and toothpaste. I'm telling you. Can't go wrong with a coffee mug. No, they never go out of style. Pens. They hold pens. I think I got some in here. <laughs> and they never go out of style. Exactly. Right. Let's talk, let's crack one open and talk about our favorite beers. <laughs> let's 
do it. <laughs> oh, that is not your favorite beer. You have to tell what? the listeners what you're doing right now. Wait, but the sound. The sound was nice. I should have waited. What? I already opened it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, listeners. My my actual beer that I'll probably talk about. Not gonna lie, halfway gone. But we got to back up because, and uh, it's the Coors Banquet Golden Beer, and it's got a great sound. It's the medicinal bottle. If you watch Yellowstone, you understand why and how this happened, and it's the working girls' beer now. It just, it just is. <laughs> and we're not only girls who drink beer; we're working girls. We are working girls. And here, have you ever seen the movie Working Girl? Ooh. It's terrible. Don't watch oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Is yeah. it like older? Like I feel like it's an eighties vibe. Yeah, maybe? and I, I want to say there's some pretty famous people in there: Harrison Ford, maybe Sigourney Weaver, uh, Melanie Griffith. It's got an all-star cast, but it's a terrible movie. Don't watch it. Sigourney Weaver. Who the he- who? That's a person. Oh, Courtney. She is a very famous actress. <laughs> Okay. We're gonna take a poll on if anyone else knows. I can't even repeat it. Sigourney. That, I don't even get the real name. I'm gonna share my screen. You know exactly who she is. She's in Ghostbusters. Oh well, Care. the original at the remake. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, let's never talk about the remake. Well, I don't know. There's a new one coming out with Paul Rudd um, that I would would probably watch because I love Paul Rudd. <laughs> Fifty bucks to whoever names their kid Sigourney first. Oh God. Well. Kind of, it's got some Courtney vibes. I don't even know how we got there. <laughs> we got there because you said we were working girls. But now my first child's going to be named Sigourney. Cheap <laughs> Sigourney, and Sigourney Courtney Reeves. Got a ring to it. Reeves it like really gives an open palette to what you can go with. Uh, yeah, so you're thanks. absolutely right. Thanks for that. All right. Well, let's talk about our favorite beers because I'm actually not drinking my favorite beer. Yeah. Nor am Maybe I. my favorite sour. But not my favorite beer. I am drinking from, I think, eh, debatably my favorite company with three Floyds. My favorite brewery company. (laughs) 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 So currently I'm drinking Gumball Head, which is classic American wheat pale ale. Beautiful can. Nice mosaic. Got a really creepy monster drinking a cigarette, but I can look past that. Um, Tagline, it's not normal. So it's got a complex, but easy drinking. What percentage is this? I don't know. I'm t- oh, 5.6. So, oh, great percentage. Yeah. Not too high, not too low. Now, what I should have had, what we usually have, Foggy Geezer, <sighs> the Rhine Guy, no, War Pigs, and Three Foids combo beer. So good. I'm pretty it's sure so it's an good. IPA. It is an American style beer beer ipa ipa it is an ipa yes yes so yeah foggy geezer ipa war pigs three floyds mashup beautiful can work usually in the fridge wasn't in the fridge today went for the gumball head and then we're going to follow it up with a course banquet because you know i'm going to protect my montana mountains after this and just go you need you need to know. You Natalie, you gotta watch Yellowstone. It's killing I me. I know. Maybe I'll watch it. We can recap it on the pod. We, yeah. I and we can rank our cowboys. But do girls drink beer in, in Yellowstone? Oh my gosh. Yes. Now what's our what's our favorite beer to uh 
you know, plant the roots for the future of this podcast. What type of beer girl are you? So if I think about like just one beer that is like my absolute favorite, um, I don't know that I can pick one. Although Foggy Geezer crossed my mind as far as IPAs go because Courtney got us some because you can't get that in Michigan a couple summers ago. And my God, it was the best IPA I've ever had. It was so good. Um, I do love a good zombie dust as far as IPAs go. And then you just can't go three wrong Floyds. with a two-hearted. Yeah, three uh, Floyds. Two-hearted, Bell's, uh, America's number one IPA. I mean, need I say more? It's just like, it's, but it's so like, it does have a higher percentage. So like you have two of those, or at least uh-huh. I have two of those and I'm feeling pretty good. It's uh, it's just so good. Like I, w- I could order it at any time and it would always taste the same and it would always taste delicious. 100%. That's, it's my, that's yeah. one of my safety beers for sure. Yeah. It's so good. And um, so IPAs are, I, I'm going to go in categories here because I, I think I have three that that really stick out to me. So IPAs, and I'm going to lump porter and, porters and stouts together, which I'm sure real beer connoisseurs would say is a no-no. But I don't know. There's something about the wintertime and just like a solid stout or porter. And honestly, I know that we talked about sweet porters at the beginning of the episode, but I like just like a straight up one with no like flavoring to it just like a, a straight up porter i don't like smoked porters mm, i don't like yeah. smoking any of my drinks uh but just a good porter and stout are fantastic and then lastly sours and if i had to pick my favorite uh there is a brewery in Grand Rapids called brewery vivant and they make fantastic sours and they used to have i don't know if they still do because we haven't been in a while like just a house sour and it was so good and sometimes the flavor would change, but like it was just a really solid, super sour sour, and it was fantastic. So, does it have a name? Their house sour. They just oh, called it wow. their house sour. And I think it was like a rotating like, flavor, I guess, or like it would change, like yeah. whatever they had at that point in time. And it was just like so, so sour, so delicious. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, you know, going back to Two Hearted, because yeah. I think we can agree, safe. Not safe, but delicious. And like delicious. you can regularly find it. And yes. so good. But can we talk about the label on the two-hearted real quick? We can. I'm looking it up right now just to refresh myself. Can I just like, for how good that <laughs> beer is, can I just request? <laughs> can we just think about it? I don't know. Yeah, Not for really. Ones, for those at home, it gives me like a real like camo bush vibe. And they're too good for that. Too good for that. I feel like it's too late to change it because it's it's already established as America's number one IPA. Uh, I'm just going to continue to plug I that. I feel like they just advertise that on Michigan bill- billboards. I don't think anyone else, and I want to like dispute facts. I'm just really curious if it is truly America's number one IPA. I mean, where was the voting for this? It's kind of like Grand Rapids being Beer City, USA. Like you can oh. just make things up for marketing, but um, Nonetheless, well-deserved titles on both fronts. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that the label for Two Hearted, uh, not really geared toward girls who drink beer, <laughs> but that should not stray you away because it's a delicious freaking beer. And um, even if you don't like to fish. So if you are a girl <laughs> who drinks beer and you've been shying away because of their camo hunter-esque type vibe, not that gir- there's not girl representation there either, but there is. I'm just saying delicious, all fronts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm coming back to, I put Foggy, foggy Geezer at the top of my list. Okay. I, I'm going to say honorable mention, been coming on strong lately in my life. And I know this is not new 
but pseudo sue have you had i've never heard of it pseudo sue natalie so toppling goliath brewery out of iowa it's a pale ale but i swear it's a pale ale with like flavor that's my my usual issue with pale ales it's like eh, give me something to bite onto so good and I had it for the first time, I think like during COVID, like I was just had to get out of the house, pulled a Courtney, posted up at a bar, had some tots and a beer and it was pseudo Sue. So good. And now it's all up over indie, which I'm super excited about. And, but now I can't go anywhere and like not get it. I don't know. Look oh. for it. 10 out of 10 on cans as well. It's we got, cute. We've got a dinosaur. He's colorful. Like, it's Sue, the dinosaur. I think she's in like the Natural History Museum. <laughs> it's a real person? or cool. person. It's a real dinosaur, dinosaur, although that's a whole other topic. But yeah, no, Sue is like in the like Night at the Museum, the uh, T-Rex statue, or uh, I don't know, there's probably a better name for it. The bones that make up the T-Rex is their name Sue. So it's named after that. Wow. You could fact check this because I'm not 100% positive, but I'm pretty sure. Well, now I want to know because there's another beer, which is also good, but King of Sue. Oh. Which is King obviously the same Sue. company. Oh, another I don't know how it's different. King it's of, a double, I just Googled ooh, double King pale ale. I don't really fuck with double <laughs> double, double IPAs. <laughs> if I'm being honest. They're just it's yeah. just too much too much alcohol at one time. Cause then it's like I yeah, can't keep it, drinking throughout the rest of the day, you know? <laughs> yeah. If there's a double, I'm usually out. All right. Well, I will look for the pseudo Sue. Um, did I see that it is made somewhere in Iowa? Yep. Decorah. Shout out to all of our listeners in Decorah, Iowa. Uh, yeah. Well, shout out to our friend Katie as well. Actually, my friend Katie. You don't Ooh. know Katie, but was in Iowa and I discovered this. And so <gasps> she okay. hyped me up on all things toppling Goliath. So shout out to her for being a okay. true friend and a true girl who drinks beer. I want to say that zombie dust is a pale ale. I like pale ales, but I, you're right. Like it has to kind of taste like an IPA for me to like it. Is it a pale ale? Uh, yeah, it's pale ale. Pale oh. ale. American style. Pale oh. ale. Oh. Yeah. Hey, a zombie, you know I love me a zombie dust. I know. So. It's so good. So good. I like IPAs that have a little bit of like, to me, it has like a sweeter flavor. Um, so does yeah. Two Hearted. It almost tastes like bubble gum. I don't know. To me, it tastes kind of like that. And I think that's why I like it. Yeah. Speaking of bells, yeah. when's uh, Oberon Day? <gasps> Ooh, it's usually, I want to say, end of March. And guess what, listeners? Uh, I was pregnant during Oberon release day. And the whole time Oberon was released last year. So I did not have one Oberon. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to Oberon release day. We, we uh, should have a special episode. We should. March 21st. So we'll we'll have a podcast celebrating Oberon release day. Sounds like spring. There is a uh, so where I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For those that may not know Michigan's geography, uh, this is brewed in Kalamazoo, Michigan, which is maybe like forty five minutes south of here. Uh, so big deal. Uh, my husband went to Western Michigan University, which is in the same city as Bell's, and like it's like a city wide event. There is a local donut shop that makes Oberon donuts on Oberon release day. Um, Shut up. 
I know if I could somehow get you some, get myself some, because I've actually never had them. So yeah, we need to have an Oberana episode. Are there any other beers that are seasonal that you just look forward to really state? And I can think of one off the top of my head, but I want to see if you have any first. Well, I'm trying to think of what my favorite is. And I don't know if I have a favorite, but when October hits, I want an Oktoberfest. Like... Gotta have an Oktoberfest. I'm trying to think if I have a go-to. I think it used to be Great Lakes. Eh. Mm. Yeah. When I was in Ohio, I think I was probably brainwashed to be like, meh. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm going to give a local shout out. Beer Brewery in Indianapolis has a really good Oktoberfest. And their can game, of they got the like blue and white checkers that just oh. ma- like make you want to go have a stein and eat a brat. Not a, yeah, a brat. And some schnitzel, who knows? Uh, yeah, so I like that'll get me. And I love October. Let's be honest. Birthdays in October. Yeah, wedding in October. I love the first chill. I love chili. I love football. So therefore, I love me an October beer. I love an October beer too. But the one that that came to my mind was Great Lakes again. Christmas ale. Mm-hmm. There is just nothing better. Yeah, that beer is so good. Actually, we have one in the fridge left over from December. So maybe I'll have to have that uh, on the next pod. But yeah, it's just so good. If you could make yourself a little cinnamon sugar rim on that. I know that the brewers are probably frown upon that. Then you should because it's so freaking good. Well, that was like the tap. They had a fantastic pumpkin October like pumpkin oh. beer with a cinnamon. It's all about the cinnamon rim. Yeah. Brown sugar I love cinnamon. a pumpkin beer too. Probably not a popular opinion, but not too sweet. Um, I had a pumpkin sour this year and it was not great. Um, Brew Vivant again, but I don't want you guys to, to stray away from them because they're delicious <laughs> in general. But this, it was, I want to say it was like called pumpkin or, so- I don't know, it was a sour pumpkin ale and it was terrible. I couldn't even drink it. And like, I don't dump beer out usually. I was going to say, what, you drink it, right? No, I dumped you it didn't. out. Yeah, I dumped it um, out because it was like right after I gave birth to Margot, and I was like, "I'm gonna drink something. Oh, yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be something good." So I got something else. I don't remember what, but probably an Oktoberfest. Do they still have like above the bar pretzel sticks? Yeah, oh, their pretzels are delicious. Yeah, it's the, the amount of butter that they use, like on yeah. top. They almost come out fried, even though they're not, or maybe they are fried. Oh yeah, if you guys go to Bourbon in Grand Rapids. Get their pretzels. They're not healthy for you at all, but they are some of the best. I think so. I I want to give a shout out. I know that the the pretzel sticks themselves, they're soft pretzels, by the way. They used to be made by a local bakery, Nantucket Baking or Bakery in Grand Rapids. And then the cheese is like warm and creamy. Oh, it's so good. Highly, highly recommend. What's a pretzel without some cheese? Oh, seriously. Nearly bread. <laughs> and not even great bread. You need some cheese on that pretzel. <laughs> well. I guess this kind of segues into one of our topics. Do we go? Top we brewery. Jump right in? Yeah. Top brewery appetizers. Are, do we do like popcorn? Oh, I mean, Gosh, is that no, really no, no, a no, no, not popcorn, but like popcorn back and forth. Popcorn oh. is not even in the top 20. Like, I was going to say, Courtney, like I got, I honestly like was <laughs> questioning our friendship for a second. <laughs> I would, def- I just defriended myself that there was confusion there. <laughs> yeah. Back and forth. Okay. Nah, take us away. Oh, God. You're- oh, I don't know if I was ready for this. Okay, well, my tastes change often. Uh, but something that I was absolutely craving the whole time I was pregnant, and I'm still having just 
a craving for post-pregnancy is just a freaking salad french fry and it has to be hand cut it has to still have the skin on it and if there's truffle oil or like a parmesan garlic seasoning on top of it then that just enhances it and then the real kicker with like a just a solid french fry is one it has to be well done but then two the amount of sauces that it comes with you gotta have like different aiolis ketchup's always solid uh but again shout out to Vermont. they have excellent truffle fries um but yeah, I think the key is like hand cut fries and they have to have the skin still on them and be well done. That's just, that's just a solid, like classic. And you're struggling to find it? I'm struggling to find the hand cut. I feel like a lot okay. of them are out of a bag and that's disappointing that, to that me. Hurts. Yeah. All right. You. Wait, wait hold on. Hopcat, Grand Rapids. Yes. Used to have good crack fries. Huh. They are now called Cosmic Cosmo fries. fries. <laughs> and let's yes. just to our listeners who think they have a Hopcat down the street. No, 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 no. You do, but it's not the Hopcat that it's we not the flag know. Yeah. So let me explain to you what the Cosmic Fries at Hopcat are. There's a whole three paragraphs explaining them. <laughs> they are beer battered and sprinkled with their signature cracked black pepper seasoning. They're served with a side of warm cheese sauce for dipping. And you can get them enhanced as loaded sloppy or I can't even say it, Vladimir Poutine form. So they need to no. remove that from their menu. No. ASAP, because that is just Ugh. not something that you want on your menu right now. Yikes. Um, that's that's a yikes. Um, They'll change yeah, it. They got to change it. Maybe they have. It doesn't look like their menu's been updated since like 2019. But So definitely not in the last three months. No. No, but the cosmic fries are very good. And you're right. Like, I think they get a bad name in the cities that they've expanded to, but yeah. the GR one flagship one is still pretty cool. Would recommend going. So where does fat dance fall on your perfect fry list? Okay. Their fries are delicious. Honestly, we no, have two orders of them. Okay. The, so they get the fries themselves. I'd say are like an eight, but the fact that they don't come with any sauce other than ketchup moves them down to like a six yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't even serve ranch. So you I can't know. even just be like, can I get some side ranch? No. I don't like when places are bougie about that kind of stuff. Getting on your high horse acting like ranch isn't good. That doesn't make sense to me. Ranch is delicious. Ranch is delicious. And you're a business and people like the ranch. So is it <sighs> worth your stubborn attitude? So I can't like, I can't know. dog them, you know? Okay. But I will say we got a new place to take you in, Indy. <sighs> can't wait. Turkettis Delicatessen. It Sounds feels amazing. like my new Fat Dance. I still love Fat Dance. So it's not my new, but I like the people. I like the menu. It's got a vibe. It's a soccer bar, which like I'm not a huge soccer person, but like That's I'll cool. get into it. Yeah. Um, but they're French fries in there. Oh. Well, they don't have the skin on, I don't think, but they're fried in beef tallow. <laughs> and it just, you don't need a sauce. It comes with a sauce that you would enjoy because it's like a special, like almost Mac type of sauce, but aioli style. Like it's very good. I don't oh, use wow. it. It's the first sauce I don't use. Why don't you use it? Because the fries are, so, I, I can't even, the fries are so good. Like they're, oh, it's in beef towel and the, fla the flavor is <sighs> out of this world. And Malibu what's fries. funny is Malcolm Gladwell did a whole podcast mm -hmm. in Revisionist History about McDonald's fries originally and how they're so much better than fries now because they were cooked in beef tallow. And then this whole thing came out that beef tallow is not good for you. You know, go through a few decades. Are fries everything changes. good for you? <laughs> well, yeah. 
thank you. But like now it beef tallow is considered more healthy than most like oils because oh you know, that's how the world works. But well, no, that's how big food companies work. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I'll have to take you because so good. Do they serve beer? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just wanted to call something out because you mentioned soccer and I am not a fan of soccer, but I did see on the news that the U S has agreed to pay equal to both the men's and women's soccer team, which were very uneven in their pay. And the women's team who was getting paid less was way better than the men's. I know. So that's I great. Know. A win it's for great. women. Everywhere. I'll drink a beer to that. Yeah. Yeah, beers cheers to all the to women that. involved and the men Perhaps. involved. Beer to everybody. Yeah. And that's like one of those things too. It's like, man, like they're getting more viewers than you too. Like you cannot tell me that people are watching more men's soccer than women's soccer. Like when it comes to the U S teams. No, no, just congrats. Like I, and I don't know if they lowered the men's pay or increased the women's (laughs) pay or met in the middle somewhere. But the fact is, is love the equality movement and I'm happy for them. Agreed. Did I tell you I met me a him? No, but didn't she like abuse her husband? So like, oh no, allegedly. I, I, think, not, I didn't know that. Well, it's funny you say that because, okay, so I'm like probably nine or ten, and oh. I we see Mia Ham at the airport in we'll say Orlando. I don't know if it was Orlando, but it was something of similar. It was me and my whole family, and she was just chilling like in the normal where people wait at the airport. And I'm like, dad's like, that's me. That's gotta be me and him. And this is right after like it exploded in 96. And so I hate, like, I didn't play soccer, but I was like, I, like, I still looked up to me and him because I thought she was a legend. And so I was like, okay, I finally got the courage. And I was a very shy kid, not like Aww. less shy as an adult, but as a kid, like this took a lot. Like, I, so I went up to her and I was like, are you me and him? And she was like, yeah, <laughs> can I have your autograph? And just like grabbed it, signed it, and then handed it back. And like, she was probably now that I'm a grown adult with some perspective, like she's probably just sick of people bothering her. I felt at the time that like she blew me off, even though I got her autograph. Um, and then for the next like hour and a half, my brother and sister and I are just brainstorming reasons why she's in a bad mood of just like the, <laughs> like the worst things possible. Of, like probably got in a fight with her husband because her husband was very famous at the time too. Just like in the McDonald's airport just brainstorming why Mia Hamm's a bitch. And like that was the dialogue in my head for like 20 years. Yeah, that's okay. There is a one thing. Okay, first of all, women soccer players, no offense, are not that famous. Like, so she didn't have every, she's not like Brad Pitt at the airport having everybody come up to her, which she probably plays private anyways. But um, you can't just be rude to little kids. Like it's one thing if an adult comes up and asks you for your autograph. If a little kid asks you, you got to put on a face. I do want to make a correction though, because Mia Hamm did not get arrested for domestic (laughs) abuse. It was Hope Solo. Allegedly. Oh, okay, that's what I was like. I'm pretty sure, like the latest goalie who you just like mentioned. Uh, yeah, but yeah, let's give a shout out to Alex Morgan. Definitely a girl who drinks beer. Do you remember her drama? No. <laughs> I thought of you immediately when this story came out. Not that we <laughs> came out. Not that we've ever gotten this messy. But her and her friends, uh, in the peak of her celebrity, like they just won the World Cup. I'm pretty sure. Uh, where. <laughs> 
went to uh, Epcot and did the trip around the world and got kicked out of Epcot because they were a little too loud, a little too rowdy. And yeah, honestly, you can't do that when you're that famous because it was just all over the place the next day. That is legendary. I don't even like, nobody should judge her for that. Because one, we've all gotten too messy somewhere, but that is hilarious. And now I think that we need to take a girl's trip to Epcot and podcast our trip around the world and all the different beers we try. Wow. Wow. Hashtag yes. did it for the content. Do it for the content. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you there. Oh, meet you there. All right. It'll be fun. Okay, We're not so going to take our tries. future kids. We're just going to go just the two of us. I know. Margo, we'll find somebody to watch you for a week. We're going to Disney World. <laughs> Michael and David can two men and a baby. It. <laughs> uh, yeah. Four dogs and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Four dogs, seven chickens. I got three more this week. Are they babies? Well, I got four more. An extra one showed up in the box. How messed up is that? You didn't even mention your chickens when you introduced yourself. Oh so my gosh. you know where they fall in the totem pole. Oh no. Rewind, rewind. Courtney, <laughs> two dogs, four chickens. Love them all. Real uh real animal. You have mom. Seven chickens. Eight. I got eight. I haven't <laughs> named them yet, so I don't feel attached. But I I, wait, are they babies? Oh yeah. They're so them? cute. Oh, are the big ones going to attack the little ones? Yeah. We got one. <laughs> to answer your question, we have to be like strategic. Okay. So there, I was joking. Well, I have four chickens in my house right now because, well, they're the chicks. So they're okay. inside. But anyhow, that's a whole different pod. All right. Well, we'll have a chicken, chicken raising pod that I will not contribute because I don't know how to raise chickens. But We'll talk about the chickens on the next pod, I think. I think it'd be I think the listeners want to know. They probably do. We'll get full <laughs> profiles. So uh we've only listed one appetizer. <laughs> it's French fries. But we did spend a lot of time on women's soccer that I like literally know nothing about. <laughs> Clearly, because I got me a ham. Nope, so low confused. Um all right, let's round out the appetizers and then maybe wrap it up. <laughs> gonna have to wrap it up at some point yeah okay so we already talked about soft pretzels but that's definitely needs to be mentioned as on the list like soft pretzels cheese they pretty much launched this podcast just being a thing in existence we want to be here without them so right right um and if you're serving hard pretzels immediately and serve soft pretzels yeah is that a thing have you ran into that Yes. Okay. Mul- multiple, more than one place. And it's just like, why? They break in the cheese. <laughs> the cheese. And that was hard cheese. I feel like those places take care of themselves. Like if you're serving, you're not going to last. Well, no. The thing is, is like this place has great beer. I'm not going to, I'm not going to name it by name. Great beer and amazing pizza. So like they're always busy, but like, why is that your, why is that your cheese pretzel offering? Hard cheese and the skinny little like pretzel rods, like not the rods, but like the little sticks. And you just, you go to swipe and it just cracks in half. Terrible engineering. So not to call them out, but great pizza. Good beer. Is it the Mitten? No, it's not even a Grand Rapids, but it is in Michigan. I'll admit it. You know what? Another thing too that I need to call out is faux pas on appetizers is when you're serving a dip and something to dip in the dip and the ratio is just off completely that just pisses me off if, if i have to ask for more dip or more chips or more pretzels or whatever it is then you're doing it wrong yeah yeah reallocate the portion i 100 so quantity is a thing also i hate when you're buying something it's a dip it's cold 
Or like it's a cheese that like it's gonna mush my pretzel because it's just a little too thick, you know? Like oh, yeah. it's like a spreadable. No, like bread and butter, same issue. Serve me like cold butter. Yeah. Get out of here. You're not a real place. Um, so that needs to be taken into account. But then also just like, did you reheat this pretzel? Is it a fresh baked pretzel? You can tell. You can tell. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. It doesn't. It's it's not hard to be a like to serve decent food. And while I'm on that topic, I'm just going to go on. Why can you not find decent food in an airport? I feel like that could be a whole other episode. But it's like. Because you're trapped, airport- Natalie. They don't have to. <laughs> the, yeah. My husband and I always contemplate that. We're like, airport drinks? Great. Airport food? Awful. Why can you? Why? Why is it that hard? What's in it for you? Nothing. I will still pay $16 for, you know. Terrible chicken tenders, and I will eat all of them. I know. But like, I wish they were better. When you bring up airport food, I immediately go to a breakfast burrito, and all of them <gasps> are just gross. So, I, I had one on the way home from Scottsdale, mm. and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life. It's just one of those things you, you think you can't get wrong, and they just do. And I also got a beer and it was like 7.30 in the morning and I wasn't even really hungover. But, but I, you're a girl who drinks my, beer. My tab was $40 for a b- shitty breakfast burrito and like a pint of beer. The beer was great. It was Goose Island IPA, which is just like a classic airport beer, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but like $40 later and I was sitting there like still hungry and like kind of buzzed. And I was like, what the fuck did I just do? You did it wrong because... <laughs> For the record, for those who don't know, so we were coming back from a bachelorette party and same thing, 10 in the morning. So maybe I had a little bit time to get my wits together to make a better decision True. than you. I found the closest Panda Express oh. to entree to that bad boy. Some orange chicken, some teriyaki chicken. No, no, no. It was the steak, Angus steak, like the really good. I just pounded oh, it. Steak at a Panda Express bold move. Oh, you know, I was just going to be on a plane for four hours. What did I have to lose? So, you know, but crushed it. So did good. you have a beer? I don't think I had. Natalie, we had been drinking before. <laughs> it started at 7 a.m. on Thursday by Sunday at 7 a.m. Yeah. I don't think it was necessary. I just wanted some orange chicken. I didn't need one. That's for sure. Please that don't take away sure. my girl who drinks beer card. I won't. I won't. For making good decisions. Okay. So that third. Yes. Third appetizer. And I think I have to think about this. I'm going to throw this out there. I know it's been overplayed a little bit lately, but I do like a good deviled egg. And I actually had one at brunch today. I posted the deviled egg on the old Instagram and I got some feedback. Uh Oh, I think it's a hot take, believe it or not. Nobody likes the deviled eggs. No, they just have some very loud haters. I, I, but I would love to get a real poll out there. Um, (laughs) I am with you. I enjoy it, but I, I feel like we have, you know, similar palates. But I feel like there's a better appetizer out there. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Poutine. It kind of falls in the French fry category. But here's what I like about poutine. Poutine. You can get creative with poutine. There's just always a sauce. Whether it be gravy, maybe people get weird, they do a cheese, they still call it poutine, whatever. I'm here for it. Love me a good cheese sauce. And then you can really get creative with textures because you can pile whatever you want on there. You want some like well done, you want some cheese curds? Yeah, I do. Do you want some shaved beef? Yeah, I do. Do you want a buffalo chicken poutine? Yeah, I do. Like 
you can do so many things. And for like the real experts out there, you get all the salt, fat, acid, heat, all in one plate, poutine. Like it, you can't, you can screw it up, but you can also just like, there's so many ways to not screw it up. It's hard to screw it up. Yeah. Um, hot take too. Poutine on like a tot instead of a fry. Yeah. So good. I don't like, I'm not from Canada, so I don't know at what point it doesn't officially become poutine, but I'm here for loaded tots too. Canadian listeners, please uh, comment yeah. on this episode and let it's us like, know. Do they have to have cheese curds and gravy or can Fat Dan's like pork tots where I got tots, pulled pork, hot sauce, <laughs> and cheese count as poutine? I need to know. Yeah, I think that that would go before deviled eggs in my book, if I'm if I'm being honest. Oh, then, 100%. I mean, other than those, I the only thing I can think of is like a salad, like soup of some sort, like whether they make their own chili or like a beer cheese soup. That would be very good at a brewery as well, but it's not really an appetizer. So you're talking to a girl who used to sneak away to go get a bowl of soup. So like, I can't disagree with you. Sneak away from where? (laughs) So Sean and Luke. Shout out. Shout out. We'll tag them in this episode. There's actually a few times where like, we'd be out in Columbus specifically. We were at this place (laughs) called Gooey's and they couldn't find me for like two hours. Gooey's, they were really good, like grilled cheese. Ooh. I had like snuck downstairs trying to get a bowl of like tomato soup because like of course they served it. They were a grilled cheese place, but it hits the is, spot. It's so good. And I also had tomato soup today in addition to deviled eggs. Michael and I's brunch appetizers were an order of deviled eggs and a cup of tomato bisque. This is why we're friends. Sounds <laughs> lovely. Truly, truly. And sometimes like deep fried stuff, like it's just too much. Um Although I've had a few places recently where they have like a, a homemade chips and then like a French onion dip. That might be what we're seeing in the future. Like that might be the future, like the next big like deviled egg or Brussels sprout on everybody's menu. It's like a chip and dip. We are in for a great future. If we're replacing <laughs> deviled eggs and Brussels sprouts with the future French onion and homemade potato chip. Yeah. Let's go. So Take good. me there now. Yeah. If nothing, if nothing else is good in our future, at least the appetizer menu might Here be. for it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Well, I think this was a great first episode. Uh, it was the first episode. <laughs> Going to need no, a lot of editing. Great. Honestly? Could have been worse. Could have been worse. <laughs> Could have been worse. Now cue some music that might get us kicked off these apps. the red circle your call is finished stankies <laughs> this call is an active all right let's try it again happy let me just see if this works i did it go away I, you sound better to me okay i think i solved it you sound great wow send it's it to so natalie funny. in traffic <laughs> over to you court <laughs> yeah can you see my screen no Oh, let the, <laughs> let the technological difficulties just continue. But I was thinking about it the other day. I've been having inner monologues with myself. But like, <laughs> when you're eating French fries, like, do you have not anxiety, but let's call it OCD about like which fries go first? Which no. fries you pick? Nothing. You just go in. 
I go in and then as they, as like the pile starts to get smaller, I start picking out the crispiest ones. But I go in, I go in fast and hard with no plan at first. Okay. See, I have like this weird thing where I feel like the smaller fries are going to get colder faster than the bigger fries. So I feel bad for them and I don't want them to get cold. So I eat them first. You're not wrong. I mean, that's probably a better strategy, but maybe I eat them so fast that none of them get cold. Science. (laughs) 